It is good to be here. And the worship team has made this a really wonderful process, and the music has been just incredible. Just incredible. Well, you know, I really draw strength from what Janet read, the poem by Rosemary Traumer, especially the lines, If sorrow is how we learn to love, then let us learn. And also, the sorrow is great. Let us learn to love greater. And Mary Oliver, of course, right? Sing of the spirit that carries within it the thorn that is heavier than lead. And yet, and yet, each pond with its blazing lilies is a prayer heard. And like uh, Irina sang, beautiful Brahms offertory, I turn away, seek darker shadows. I still feel that. And I know we all feel that we've emerged these many months from a dark tomb. For more than 30 years, from high school days onward, I feared and coped with a dark caravan of feeling that descended each month. I fought an inner struggle between being outgoing and shy, mellow and distraught, heady with clarity and enveloped by fog. Much of the time I dismissed the notion that I was depressed. I sought help during the worst times. It was the circumstances I theorized that brought me down. My love life, workplace, home situation. One April day, surrounded by family, I began sobbing and couldn't stop. The realization that there was no reason in the world to be unhappy only added to my misery. Donating a kidney to my brother seemed easy compared to this. In fact, the transplant's powerful message of giving and receiving is what led me to see that I, too, could use some help. I think you're dysthymic, my then-wife said, taking pride in the acumen she had gained after several years of working at McLean Hospital. A trip to a psychiatrist confirmed that diagnosis. I went on Zoloft. The term, the term dysthymia, a fancy word for mild depression, was virtually invented by Prozac. Just as lithium allowed manic depressives to be teased apart from the catch-all pool of schizophrenia, Prozac allowed those suffering from milder forms of depression to be recognized and treated. Thymos, the Greek word for mind, suggests that dysthymia has something to do with mental impairment. The first thing I did when I learned I was dysthymic was to get depressed. <laughs> Over the past few years, the depressive cycling that had once claimed a small portion of each month had become a constant visitor. I began to feel like Yates an abiding sense of tragedy that sustained me through temporary periods of joy. Like the angels in Milton's Paradise Lost, 
I craved not the heavenly heights or the craggy depths, but the fabled and elusive middle flight. Depression is as old as the hills, or maybe I should say the valleys. King Saul of the Old Testament had recurring bouts. Once we would have said, the gods must be angry, or I was possessed by evil spirits, or the devil made me do it. Hippocrates coined the terms melancholia and mania, thus initiating the quest for moods natural rather than supernatural cause. The first recorded use of a drug to ease depression comes from the Odyssey, where Homer describes Helen giving Nepenthe, an opiate derivative, to Telemachus to relieve his grief. Less orthodox was a practice done by Aegean priests. They threw patients off a high cliff into the sea, where boats waited to save them. This early form of shock treatment (laughs) cured many. Later, melancholics took the waters at fashionable spas. The waters frequently contained lithium, now known to be therapeutic. Many have endured to describe depression's effects. Virginia Woolf, a veteran of depressive episodes, wrote in her diary, thought of my own power of writing with veneration as of something incredible belonging to someone else, never again to be enjoyed by me. Let me see now how I resurrect. Franz Kafka wrote, I am more and more unable to think, to observe, to determine the truth of things, to remember, to speak, to share an experience. I am slowly turning to stone. Baudelaire said simply, I have felt the wind of the wing of madness. It's clear that depression is tied to loss of life, of love, of self-worth. As a chemical imbalance, it causes changes in appetite, sleep, activity, and energy. Yet with symptoms this profound, only a handful of people seek help. Why? If there's anything we've learned in the past few decades, it's that depression doesn't deserve the shame and embarrassment that comes with viewing it as a personal weakness or spiritual malaise. It takes a lot of strength, in fact, to face one's inner demons and use the opportunities of medicine to reclaim your soul. Relationships are an important part of the process as well. Depression is the isolation of being on a Noah's Ark with everything around you drowning until someone hands you an olive branch of human kindness. The gesture needn't be large. I remember a colleague at work unexpectedly smiled at me, which caused an icy depressive mood I was in to start breaking up. Depression isn't going anywhere without a fight. Talk helps. Therapists and good friends are a godsend. According to recent studies, confiding in someone strengthens your immune system. Conversely, listening to someone's sorrows 
can be a life-saving act. Is depression useful? Can the pause, the, the bell jar brought on by depression, cause us to transform our lives in productive ways, draw away from harmful pursuits and relationships into a new light? Our Constitution guarantees the right to pursue happiness, yet many cultures do not expect to be happy. In certain African weddings, the bride and groom do not smile out of respect for the parents they will be leaving. They do smile at the reception. (laughs) Buddhists have their all life is suffering perspective. China views personal happiness as tantamount to public betrayal. In our culture, to be sad is to fail, to shrink from your civic duty. Happy meals and happy hours cloak our society in a code of mandatory fun. (laughs) Yet our sorrows are as close as our pockets and the brooding busts of Lincoln staring out at every penny. Knowing this should make us claim happiness not as a right, but as something ticklishly more elusive. Perhaps we need our harbingers of pain to remind us of the bounty we have in normal pleasures. Perhaps we can then rescue the languishing among us by understanding the roots and tools of their discomfort so we don't stand idly by as Dylan Thomas, possessed by alcoholism, Depression's kissing cousin sputters his last words before falling off the bar stool. I've had 18 straight whiskeys. I think that's the record. Suffering is not without irony and an absurd touch of the comic. Vashel Lindsay, a poet who was heir to the Lifesaver Candy Company, jumped off an ocean liner and drowned. Evelyn Wow failed in an attempt at suicide when a school of jellyfish held him up and wouldn't let him drown. Life bringing life back to life. In the years since I sought medical help, I've looked on life with new eyes. My my choice to seek and obtain treatment was a defining moment. There are many befores and afters. Before medication, springtime was difficult. Everything was blooming, except me. After medication, spring became a joyous enactment of the newness I feel each day. Before, giving parties exhausted me, every conversation a a psychic drain. After, I could move from one nourishing conversation to another, a butterfly, nectaring among wildflowers. Before, I dreaded waking with the same lousy, achy feeling. Before, I was enthusiastic, good-hearted, and bold some of the time. The rest was a nondescript blur. Before, many things didn't get done because I lacked energy. Now, if they don't get done, it's because I'm using my energy for something else. In all these dualities, I remain myself, the one I always aspired to be, if only I could will it. 
If I had known a daily pill smaller than any of my vitamins could give me back my life, I would have swallowed my pride long ago. My life's dark thread, by which sometimes I've been hanging, has ultimately stitched me back into the fabric of human existence. All I wanted for those best moments to be carbon copied over the entire month, to count on a positive outlook. My wish, at long last, has come true. Blessed be.